Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler, you're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Good evening, wherever you are in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents the Gospel Light Radio Show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler. And this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina with my co-host Glenn McMillian from the state of Texas, Dr. Frank Washington from the state of Florida, Clay Phillips from the state of Georgia, Steve Corder from the state of Illinois, Robert Lee Johnson from the state of Florida, Courtney Carolus from the state of Illinois, and Brian Christian Coleman from the state of New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program as, where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give us a call to the live show at 713 955 Zero five zero eight, or you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the show live there. I just looked at it before we came on the air, and you will find this show on page two of that website. There are over seventeen hundred shows that are live on that website. Twenty shows per page, and you will find this show tonight on page two. Or it might even went up to page one since we just came on the air. It normally fluctuates between pages one through four on that website. Isn't God good out of seventeen hundred shows? So God has truly elevated this program, and we're just so grateful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions or comments for any of my co-hosts on this broadcast, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can call Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ, and if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stay along with us here on the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Before we go into our program this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, Father, Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it 
on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we're prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you would be with our co-host, Clay Phillips, as he breaks into our listeners the bread of life. We also ask that you would bless his family that supports his efforts, that he may continue to sow the seed of the kingdom. Father, we pray that you would be with our listeners who are tuning in via blog talk radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well that they may consider their eternal stance before you and their soul salvation. And it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Father, thank you so much for sending your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who died such a cruel death on Calvary's cross. We recognize that without such a sacrifice, we will not have a hope of eternal life. While even now, we ask that you will forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak. And we often fall short of thy will. For we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives. And that we have been faithful until death. For we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, on the show this evening, we have a special treat for you this evening. My co-host, Clay Phillips, he's going to be doing the whole show. <laughs> Brother Clay is certainly capable, and he is going to bring a lesson from the Word of God. He serves with the Rose City Church of Christ there in Thomasville, Georgia, and he'll be making this proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, I just told him to take his time tonight. So he's going to be doing his lesson uh, on the show tonight, and that will uh, be the totality of our show tonight once I do the announcements as well. And ladies and gentlemen, we are just so thrilled to be able to bring you a weekly broadcast, and we're just looking forward to each week bringing you the Word of God being proclaimed on the Gospel Light radio show. So stay tuned. Our next voice you hear me after this break will be that of my co-host, Clay Phillips. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Gospel Light radio show. Work 
discover love's on the line. Come on and feel the line. Let us gather just for a crown of love's in the line. Come on and feel the line. Send the light. Oh, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from your listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Now my co-host, Clay Phillips, and his subject, Opportunity Oppositions. Good evening. Again, it is a great honor and privilege to be able to come and preach God unadulterated truth. We are a Bible-believing church. We believe in speaking with the Bible speak and being silent with the Bible silent. We are church bound for heaven. We're not guessing that we're going. We know that we're going. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And we want to thank uh, Stephen B. for allowing us to be able to come to you uh, by way of radio, also um, by way of Facebook, and preaching God unadulterated truths. Now, if you have your Bibles, and I pray that you do, turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10 and the verse is 16 through 23. Turn your Bible now to Matthew chapter 10, commencing at verse 16, and we shall terminate at verse 23. And we find these words written, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as servants, and harmless as doves, but beware men, they shall deliver you up to the council, and they shall scourge you in their synagogue, 
and ye shall be brought before the governor's kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not ye that speaketh, but the Spirit of God, the Father, speaketh in you. And the brothers shall deliver up brothers to death, and fathers, children, and children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Verse 23 says, but when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another, for verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel to the Son of Man become. Thus is the reading of our scripture. I want to use the advocate of our message today, opportunities, opposition. Opportunity, opposition. I want to say that oftentimes uh, the new year, this is my first sermon for this broadcast this year. And the new year, we're in a new year. We're going into a new year. We're in a new year now. It's January the 26th. And so here we find ourselves in January. And I want to encourage all of you to understand that God has given us <laughs> an opportunity to be mindful with Come every opportunity comes opposition. <laughs> Let the Bible speak, Brother Philip. With every opportunity, we must be mindful going into this new year. God has given us the opportunity to be able to see 2023. But understand now, with every opportunity come oppositions. How many of us have made resolutions and did not keep them? Now, I'm a firm believer that we ought to make resolutions. Don't be discouraged because you didn't make it. Don't be, don't stop making resolutions. I hear some people say, I just don't make resolutions anymore because I never made it. But the Bible says that uh, God called the priests every year to make sacrifice for the people that they may be, their sin may be rolled to the next year till Christ comes. So I'm a firm believer. I stopped telling folks don't make resolutions. I used to have a younger preacher. I did because I didn't know any better. But now I tell people make, make resolutions. Make an effort. Give it a shot. Give it a try. Take the opportunity. We know oppositions is going to come. When Jesus was baptized and the dove came up, right after his baptism, the Bible says, then came the devil. 
<laughs> Jesus experienced life just like us, but yet without sin. So here we understand, first of all, I want you to understand that we are taking an opportunity to make a uh, something happen in our lives to try to make things happen for someone else. Now, notice now, let us look now at our text, if you will. The Bible says, Jesus speaking, he says, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Now, here Jesus is dealing and giving us, he said, Behold, behold here, etymologically, is inviting us to take a new view, another look at our affairs. So Jesus is really dealing with the opportunities that he has given us, God has given us, given man, and man failed. And he's going to give us the reason why, because of opposition. He wants us to understand don't stop taking the opportunity, but really start understanding and recognizing and dealing with opposition. So here, he's going to teach us how to deal with opposition. Because he's going to give us opportunity every day. <laughs> Not every day. Every day we get up out of bed. Opportunity is here for us. But the devil is busy. So what Jesus is doing here, he said, behold, now remember that behold is etymologically giving us an invitation to take a look, another look, a, a, a new view of our affairs. In other words, he wants you to recognize, remember what he said, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise and servants and harmless as dove. He said, I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm going to send you for, I'm going to send you to tell people about me. I'm going to send you out. But you need to understand something here. This is a specific or special caution that Jesus is giving to us as Christians. He, he is reaching out to us, those other his disciples, he was reaching out to the side and he said, listen, I want you to understand that this is a special uh, caution. I want you to understand, now, now, now catch this, I want you to understand the knowingness of the serpent and the wolves. <laughs> you, you need to understand the knowingness of the serpent and the wolves. Because if you're going to accept the opportunity to do my will, you need to understand what you're dealing with. You need to understand what you're up against. First of all, he says, he says, behold. In other words, take the opportunity. Then he did. Then he says, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Wow. Now, Jesus said, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Now, understand this. What is encouraging, this should encourage us not to stop us from doing his will. This should encourage us to do God's will. Why? Because he says, he says, after the behold, he said, I, and I represent Christ. 
Jesus Christ said, listen, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Now, why should we be encouraged? Because David said in Psalm 23, David made it clear that if God is your shepherd, okay, okay, let, let, let me share that. Let's turn your Bibles now to uh, Psalms uh, chapter 23. Y'all know, y'all know what the Bible says, Psalm 23. David said, listen, I want you to understand, and Jesus is telling you, I want you to understand, I'm sending you out. So the encouragement is Jesus is sending us out. If Jesus is sending you out, David recognized, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. He said, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. But understand who your shepherd is. <laughs> Let the Bible speak, brother Philip. Understand who your shepherd is. The Lord, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So when Jesus is telling the disciples, the 12 apostles, when he back up, he's sending them out. He said, don't go to the Gentile right now. Don't leave them alone. Don't you go to the Gentile. He says, now I want you to go out. I'm going to give you power to heal and do all this stuff. That's in the, uh, in the New Testament before the church was established. Now he said, I want you to give you power and, and all that good stuff. He said, I understand this. Now, but I want you to understand, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Why? Because I am your shepherd. <laughs> David said, for the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. If you go out, this is what you're going to find, the result. If you do God's will, here is the opportunity. Why is it that we're backing down? He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still water. You, you know the story. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall feel no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, that you comfort me. Thou preparest a table. Now notice what he said here. Huh? He said, I'm going to send you in, in, in amongst the enemy, yes. But I want you to understand something here. He says, now this is what David said. David said, I, I experienced God sending me out as a sheep in the midst of woods. So David said, he says, Thou prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, listen now, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So here Jesus is telling us, telling his disciples, listen, I'm sending you out. Verse 16 of chapter 10 again. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Then he says, be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Now, here he addressed two things. There's two bullets that we need to understand here. Number one, he categorized the animal. He categorized one as uh, to be uh, exposed. Then the other one is a methodology. So the, the sheep must understand and never forget that they are exposed to evil. <laughs> 
So he said, he said now, now understand this. Do not forget that you are exposed to evil. When you go out, don't you think there ain't no wolves. There ain't no serpents out there. There ain't no lions out there. You be mindful of that. So he says, I, but understand this. Don't forget, I sent you out as sheep before wolves. So he said, so he, rec- he recognized that the, the sheep and the doves are exposed to evil. And then remember First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, he says, Be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. These are predators. Now, he's not teaching us to be predators. Back up, Clayton. Help. Let the Bible speak. He's not teaching us to be predators. He's teaching us to have the knowledge and the knowingness of predators. We must understand how serpents work. We must understand how wolves operate. We must understand how the lion hunt, that we can be able to maneuver through this old sin-cursed world. So the wolves, the wolves never, he tell us never be uh, like the wolves. He tell us, don't, don't you be like the wolves now uh, to do evil because their methodology is to kill and to hunt. And, and so he's telling us that. In other words, he's he telling us don't get it twisted that I'm not telling you to go out and act like wolves, to go out and act like serpents. But what I'm telling you is to know what shepherds, to know what wolves. Shepherds deal with animals according as he knows. So he knows how to prevent wolves from getting you. He knows how to prevent snakes. He knows how to prevent lions. David said, when Captain uh, Saul in the battle of Goliath, he said, I kill a bear and a lion. My God, he knew. That's why he was able to go out and fight this opposition. Because David knew. He said, listen, I, I got the knowingness of. <laughs> I got the knowingness of how how wolf works, how lions work, how bear works, because I killed both of them. Look up, listen now, listen. So now here he's telling us, understand this. So when he, when he so when he's talking about he's dealing with uh wives as serpents, harmless as a dove, he's telling us that a serpent mentality is woven in feeling or showing caution about possible danger of problems. Now, what do you mean by that, Brother Phillips? Is that the serpent knows that folk don't like him. <laughs> Let the Bible speak. Phillips, the serpent knows, you know, if he go out in the open, everybody's going to try to kill him. The serpent knows this. Uh, not only does the serpent know that his life is in danger, the serpent understands the problem he is. That if he's going to feed, he's got to be uh he got to be quiet, he got to be uh serene or have serenity. 
And so he's, the serpent is wise to understand that, listen, I, I'm not going to just go out there and just do anything I want to do because people are going to try to kill me. So Jesus is telling his disciples, listen, be mindful, have the knowledge of the serpent. Understand that you're going to be exposed and understand the methodology in which evil works. So that's what, so that's what he said in, in verse number 16. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. In other words, to be nonviolent. We, we ought to look for nonviolent. That, that's what um, God worked through nonviolent. And see, this is what uh, Dr. King, this is uh, uh, the month. Black History Month, Dr. King recognized the power in nonviolence. And, and oftentimes we as people of God don't recognize that. This is if, now, now think about it. If they had just let the woman sit on the bus, it would never happen. So, so, so what you're looking at, Brother Philip, is looking at that nonviolence produced uh, and recognized the principle theme are three uh, branches, the three branches that it's dealing with here. Okay, three branches that it's dealing with. Number one, I'm going to give you three, the three, then I'm going to come back and we'll talk about them, okay? Number one, what Jesus is going to deal with in the text, he's going to deal with, number one, do not trust in mankind. <laughs> the, you do not trust, Roman number one, uh, homiletically, do not trust in mankind. Roman number two, the branch is do not trust in yourselves. Do not trust in yourselves. Roman number three is do not be weary of trusting in Christ. Do not be weary in Trusting in Christ. So now, let us deal with this, uh, the methodology here that Jesus is teaching his disciples. That opposition is coming. Opposition is coming. But he said, but the opportunity is greater than the opposition. Because I'm your shepherd. I am Guiding you, leading you. All right, let's look now at verse number 17. Okay, it says, now you remember that number one, homiletically, is do not trust mankind. Now look what Jesus said here in verse number 17. He says, but beware of who? Men. <laughs> don't, you, don't you trust man? Beware of men. Why? Let me read it to you. For they will deliver you up to the council, and they will scourge you in their synagogue, and ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake. There it is, for my sake. David said this, the Lord is my shepherd. God is protecting us because we belong to him for a testimony against them 
and the Gentiles. So God is saying, he said, listen, do not, Jesus said, do not trust man. Why? Because man, we will do some evil stuff to one another. Just look at the historicity of man, the digression of men, how evil we treat one another, the, the diabolicalness of man. You can't trust man. Let, let me show it to you. Let's look at uh, Turn to Psalms uh, 118. Everybody down, turn your Bible to Psalms 118, and the verse is number 9. 118, and the verse is number 9. <clears throat> Uh, let, let me just begin reading that verse number six because I got some time. <laughs> Take your time preaching. It, it says, that, listen what it says, the Lord is on my side. What? The Lord is on my side. Say that one time. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desires upon them that hated me. In other words, he says, I will see what God got for me. I can look on a far off and I can see them bring it to me. They, they, they're trying to talk about me. They're trying to scandalize my man. They're trying to big dog me out. But I can see them. They don't see it. That whatever they're t- talking about me, all they're doing is giving me opportunity woo, <laughs> to tell somebody about Jesus. All it's doing is giving me opportunity to preach the word of God. Let me be a little further then. Verse number 8, it says, in Psalms 118, verse number 8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. So man will lie to you now. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in the prince. And verse number 10 says, all nations come past me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. In other words, I, all I got to do is in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Who, who's your, who is your God? Jesus. Jesus' name. By the, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Things in heaven, things in earth, things in the spiritual world. Everything is going all I've got to do is call his name, pray in his name. I, that's my shepherd. That's what Jesus told, Jesus told Pastor John 14, let, uh, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, now, if Jesus is going to prepare a place for me, I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get there because he prepared for me. And so here we find not, not only, not only, um, turn to Psalms 146. Psalms 146. Turn over to 146, and the verse is number three. 
Psalms 146, and the verse is number 3. Psalms 146, and the verse is number 3. The Bible says in uh, 146, and the verse is number 3. Notice it says, put your trust, put not your trust in prince, nor in the son of man, in the sons of men, some of mankind in whom there is no hope. Why are you trusting in, in, in these folks? There is no hope with no man on this earth. If you think a man on this earth can do something for you, you have lost your mind. There's no man that can help you in this world. Amen? And then now let me move along to help you out here. So understand, number one, uh, Roman number one is do not trust in man. Because let's go back to uh, Matthew chapter 10. Let me show you something. Here. It's going to show you in verse 17. Now, verse 17 deal with uh, expect little justice from man. Don't trust them. Why? Because they're not just. They'll treat some folks one way and treat other people another way. Man is not just. How you know? Look at verse number 17. It says, but beware of me. For they will deliver you up to the council, and they will scourge you in their synagogue. They, they are not just. You can expect much from me. Then he tells us that he, he, te he teaches us uh, he, that he enables you to bear testimony. In other words, verse 18 tells us if you uh, do what I'm telling you, you can bear testimony, verse 18, and you shall, notice now, and you shall be brought before governors. That's where you want to be. What? Brother Philip, <laughs> that's where you want to be. So, so God, what God will do, he will put you where you want to be, where you need to be. Now, in other words, you got to be in the, in the lion's jaw to be rescued. <laughs> Don't put me in line, John. Ask Daniel. Daniel said, listen, do what you want to do with me. If God save me, save me. Don't he don't. Throw me the lions then. The lions. <laughs> Bow down. Shark right me, shark in the middle again. Throw me the furnace. The opportunity to demonstrate that you are God man, God. Woman, God, child, is when you go through opposition. When you go through opposition, God will give you opportunity for folks to lie on you. Can you take it? God will give you opposition, opportunity to, for you to be scorned. Can you take it? So he said, Jesus, listen, I'm sending you out. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go before governors, kings, for my sake. Hello? <laughs> Let the Bible speak, Brother Philip, for my sake. He said, I'm, I'm sending you there for my sake. Why? 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 God, God. Uh, Jesus, why, why are you doing us like this? He said, for my sake, for a testimony. For a testimony. You can't have a testimony until you have a test. <laughs> A lot of us don't want to take the test. 
We don't want to be thrown lying then. We don't want to be thrown in fire furnace. And, and, and some of us are going to butt up. The Bible teaches that. In the book of Hebrews, that there was many that died fighting for the call, for the opportunity. But there's a greater opportunity. Moses said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay in Egypt. I'd rather be with God's people. So here we find Jesus said, listen, understand now the testimony amongst them of the Gentiles. This is an opportunity for even the Gentiles will recognize. Now, the word Gentile here, etymological means uh, those that do not believe God, those that are uh, anti-God, do not believe in God. Your testimony can be so powerful that God, that it was challenge people to the point where they recognize there's got to be a God for, that, for him to do that. So here we find that it, it teaches us in verse number 18 that the God will enable us to testify. How you know, preacher? Let me, let me, let me can you just talk give you a little historicity? Peter before Pilate. <laughs> then, how, then he healed that lame man. And, he the man. and the Bible said they asked him, in whose name have you done this? <laughs> Who name have you done it? Peter said, by the name of Jesus, Nazareth, whom you crucified. That's how we've done this. Paul told Timothy, he said, I'm ready to offer a sacrifice. I fought a good fight. Finish my course. His foot laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Paul even said, in, in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12 through 21, read on your own, I can have time to read all that. He says that to die for the cause of Christ is gain. The opportunity to die for Christ. Don't you know what God is doing right now? Is giving us an opportunity to die for his cause. God is giving us that opportunity. And I know you're scared. Don't be scared. You want to hide I'm a Christian, God, and get in the church and touch your hand and have a little good time. But when you got this face, a liar, wolves and snakes, life get in danger, what you going to do? And the problem with us today is that we are so tied up in this strictly that hook on being uh, uh, religious and not righteous. Okay, number two, Roman number two. Okay, number one, you remember, do not trust in mankind. Then number two, do not trust in yourself. <laughs> do not trust in yourself. Now, that, that's in verse number 19. Do not trust in yourself. Verse 19 and 20. Y'all ready to read it? Tell somebody, call somebody. I'm telling y'all need to listen to this. Verse 19 of Matthew chapter 10 teaches us do not trust in yourself. How do you know? Let's read it. Is it but but when they deliver you up, <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> oh my goodness! When they deliver you up, now they gonna manifest himself. What you gonna do? How you gonna act? And, and the thing about uh, Christians, we doing some stuff now today that blowing my mind that I thought I would never see. I thought I'd be dead and gone before I saw how Christians are, are acting and treating one another and calling themselves children of God. Whatever happened to somebody snap you? 
Now, I don't ever mean to say slapping back. Whatever happened to somebody that's doing one mile? Go two. I ain't done nothing for Whatever. Okay, okay, okay. I believe you got it, brother. Notice verse 19 again. It says, but when they deliver you up, don't start. No one says, take no thought. In other words, don't you start thinking now, looking within yourself. So that's, that's what it means. It is teaching us to beware of how we think. Take no thought. Don't you start thinking that, oh, man, I don't know, I might do this. It says, how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour what you shall speak. Now, he's talking to the apostles about an apostolic time. So he's telling them, so listen, now you remember now, in verse 5, he gave them uh, the power. In verse 5, it says, these 12 Jesus sent forth and command them, saying, Go ye not in the way of the Gentiles, and into the city of the Samaritan, enter ye in not, but rather go into the lost house of Israel. He said, and, ye, and as ye go, preaching, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand, healing the sick, cleansing the leper, raising the dead, casting out demons. Now, that was the apostolic age. Okay, keep it in its age. So, but he's telling the disciples, listen, don't you start thinking now this happened to you. Because you remember, at one time, he sent 70 out, and they came back to my old man, we saw, we did some stuff. We, we, we bad. We, 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 we kicked out some demons. And Jesus stopped us. Calm down, fellas. I seen Lucifer <laughs> fall from heaven. You, you, you ain't done nothing. I seen Lucifer fall from heaven. Somebody need to tell you this. And then, so now, back to uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse number 20. Notice verse 20. For it is not ye that speaketh, but the Spirit of the Father which speaketh in you. In other words, this is a heavenly call. This is a heavenly call. What shall a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? This is a heavenly call. It's teaching us to beware of supposing suspicion. About God, you either trust God or not. And then, and then number three, number three, uh, do not be weary of trusting in Christ. Do not be weary in trusting in Christ. Now, now we're looking at verse twenty-one, uh, and verse twenty-two, and verse twenty-three. Okay, y'all ready for this? This, 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 this. I got the, I'm, I'm, I got more time than I need. I'm gonna use it as much as possible. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna do my best to try to uh, finish this up. Do not be weary of trusting in Christ. Uh, let me see that one more time. Do not be weary in trusting in Christ. Verse twenty-one. How you know? It says. Uh, now, 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 this is verse number 21. It's teaching us that if you trust Christ, you trust Christ, Jesus even said, a prophet is without honor, save his own country. There are people that will not trust you, that not believe in you. I have seen it all. I've, 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 
I experienced and witnessed churches split and people that I thought wouldn't do certain things did. And so I, I witnessed this with my own. I, I witnessed people that, that tried to go after me to be evil, like serpents and wolves and lions. See, he's not telling you to be wolves, lions, and serpents. He's telling you you need to understand what they do. And sometimes it just, it, it, it's messy. So here, notice now, in verse 21, he says, he said, listen, in your, your hometown, he says, understand this, that you have a brother. And you remember in Proverbs 17, 17, it says that a friend sticketh closer than a brother, and a brother is born for adversity. He, I mean, this, this is, this is he, that he hates you. Joseph, brothers, hated him. But listen. It gave opportunity. The, the, the opposition was who you think you are. You are younger brother. The opposition was his own brothers. And they put him in a pit. The Egyptian bought him. He went to Egypt, worked for Potiphar's. Potiphar's wife lied on him. Put him in prison. He read dreams of a baker and a butler. One died and one went back. The baker went back. And he told him, remember me? Two years later, he still didn't remember Joseph until God said, listen, the opportunity now. And here we find, here we find in verse 21, his own brothers. He said, and your brothers shall deliver you, the brothers to death. And fathers, the child, and the children shall raise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. This is a sad commentary. Opposition, the opportunity to bear children in this world, and they turn on you. The opportunity to have brothers love, and they turn on you. The opportunity to raise Children, and they turn you and have you killed. And then they talk about, in verse 22, it gives us a, the temptation to quit, to give up. And that's why I, I said in the, in the beginning, uh, those of you that uh, make resolution, I, I know you want to quit sometimes. You want to give up. But here Jesus gives us a powerful illustration. Do not give up. Notice now in verse 22. He said, and you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But, <laughs> that's the conjunction, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Hang in there. I know it's going to get hard sometimes, but hang in there. I know it didn't mean brothers and sisters and cousins and relatives get mean and some of are hearing that I know. Because when people know who you are, they know my struggles, my hometown, know my struggles, my own family knew my struggles. But God said I I I use people like that. 
I use David. I use Solomon. I use Samson. I use men in the Bible for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. Do not give up. Do not quit. The opportunity will always have opposition. Are you going to do what God asks you to do? But let's let this go to further. In verse number 23. Now, verse 23 is, is a powerful verse. And I'm going to try to wrap it up right here. Verse 23. Now, verse 23 is going to give us a uh, principle to practice. <laughs> okay. Verse 23 is going to give us principle to practice. Okay. God said, I'm going to give you opportunity. Jesus, I'm going to give you opportunity. But now at the end, he's going to give us a principle to practice and how to overcome past the opposition. Y'all ready for this? I know you are. I, I got time because everybody's talking about me tonight. Okay. Verse 23. It says, but when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. Hmm. For verily I say unto you, you shall not have gone over these cities of Israel till the Son of Man come. Now, he's talking to his apostles, and he's talking about when he comes, according to Acts chapter 1, verse 1 to 8, okay? Now, so what is the principle that we need to practice here? What is the principle we need to practice, Brother Philip? I mean, it is awesome. It's, it's right there in the eyes, and oftentimes you miss it. I know I missed it when I was young, a preacher. I, I just never looked over that. But, but now let me, let me laugh. Tell you. It says, but when ye are persecuted in this city. Now, understand, he, he, he explained earlier about the cities, how, how bad cities can become, because he dealt with uh, in verse, if you back at the verse number 12, he said, and when you come into a certain house, salute it. So he, he's talking about houses. Then he says, and if the house be worthy, let it, your peace come into it. But if it be not worthy, he says, let your peace return to you. Then he talked about, and, and whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your word, when ye depart out, out of the house or city, and notice now, he said, or city, shake off the dust of your feet. So now, so when you read this text, he's not telling us to flee as cowards. <laughs> Let the Bible spray, Brother Philip. He's not telling you to be a coward and flee, run from folks. Because notice what he says here. Because he says in verse 15, Back at verse 15, he says, Verily I say unto you, if you should, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Solomon and Gomorrah in the day of judgment for that city that ignore the word of God. So, he, so he's not telling us. He said, the city of Solomon and Gomorrah is going to be better. So now what is he teaching here? He is teaching us to flee into 
another etymologically means uh, initiatory experience. Okay. So when it says flee into another, this is an initiatory, initiatory experience. Let me explain what I'm talking about, what the Bible is talking about. It means it initiates. <laughs> so when you are going through a city, but when that when they persecute you in this city, he said they're gonna give you an opportunity. So the persecution is listen now, it is uh initiatory experience that gives you the initiative to do three things. Uh it calls you to go and tell somebody else. It gives you a process and an action. So it, it initiates three things, a cause, a process, and an action. Let me say that one more time. It initiates a call, a process, and an action. So when you read it, it says, when they persecute you in this city, in other words, shake out the dust, because that's what it means when you back up, shake out the dust, up your feet, move on, because he said, listen, it's going to be more tolerable for Sabbath and Gomorrah than for, it's going to be more tolerable for Sabbath and Gomorrah than for that city that ignore the word of God, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that died on the cross. Now, notice what it says there. It said, this city free into another, meaning giving us an example or initiate. So sometimes when you go through some trouble, what it does, it initiate call. Why are you over here? They ran me out over there. <laughs> Let the Bible speak, Mother Philip. Uh, uh, so, so what is your process? My process is uh, I'm going to stand on the word of God. So what is your action? I'm going to preach the word. Paul told Timothy, preach the word. Be answered in season, out of season. Reprove, reprove, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but their own lust. So they heat themselves, teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away the ears from the truth and shall return to fable. That's what we are living in today. And so here we find, it says, Girl, I say unto you, you shall have, you shall not have gone over these cities of Israel to the Son of Man come. He says, Listen, you just hang in there, you just continue to do. God's will, regardless of what anybody says. He said, I need you to be, number one, I need you to understand, be wise as a servant. I need you to understand the, the knowingness of the serpent, to know that the serpent is, uh, that, that you are the sheep, that you are sheep, that you are dove, that you are exposed to evil. And, and, and that's one thing that has kept me, a lot of times I get discouraged, I get go through issues, but I'm going to tell you, when I read these verses like this, it helped me because it, God said, listen, Clay, you are exposed to evil. But what you do, you recognize it. You, you don't try to fight because uh, the, I, you got a shepherd. You, I'm sending you as a sheep. You, you, you got a shepherd. Lord is my shepherd. You shall not want. You've got to shepherd clearly. And so, and not only that, it teaches us that be wise as a serpent, 
and all and all that harmless as dove. The word harmless as a dove simply means to be innocent of character of the dove to balance. Now, now in my conclusion, it means to balance the knowingness of the animals because they groan just as we do. To look at the animals, look at what's going on. Even everything is suffering, and you look at it. And so opportunity always brings opposition. This new year, I know some of you are probably already saying, now he's right, because I started out and said I'm going to do this this year. We, we, every year we always start out with fasting. We, we start out with a fast. I, the whole church, we fast from 6 o'clock p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. the next day because it, it helps us give us the knowingness of God to be in us. That's what David, that's what David said uh, in Psalms 1. Uh, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of a sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is on the law of the Lord. And on his law does he meditate day and night. The word meditate comes etymologically from the word dull sound or music playing in the background. You know you got a shepherd back there. The shepherd is singing. <laughs> shepherd is singing, whether she could recognize their voice. Uh, Lord help me. Uh, uh, there's not a friend. There's not a friend like the Lord Jesus. There's not a friend. You can hear that dull sound in the back because you come to worship service. You come to Bible service. You come to Wednesday Bible service. You come to evening service. You serve the Lord. Whew! I enjoyed tonight. Gave me opportunities to complete this message on tonight. Now, remember this. You got to hear the gospel. The gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You must believe the gospel. You must believe that Jesus came to this world and died for your sin. You must repent of your sin, and then you must confess and be baptized in the name of Christ, Jesus. And now make sure the Christian Christ Jesus. Call, call me now. He goes and listen to me now. Call me and say, Brother Phil, I need to be baptized. Because you don't want to stand. You get the opportunity, but the opposition to baptism is the devil. He's trying his best to mess you up. I'm your speaker, Brother Clay Phillips. Remember this. Keep it real. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. And if you miss me from singing, singing, and you can't find me nowhere, nowhere. come on up to glory. glory. I'll be singing the faith. Yes, I will. And I know the Lord, He will grieve me over yonder.
Listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Is your congregation in need of lending for a building or expansion project? As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific needs. It's an exciting time for your congregation, and what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665 or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com. This is a program reminder. Stevie B's Media Production presents. We're airing live shows here on Block Talk Radio. Telephone number to the live show is 713-955-0508. And the website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. On Tuesday, what a work the Lord radio show. 
airs from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's every second Tuesday of the month. And every third Tuesday of the month, we have the, the conversation with Dr. Lane. We air every third Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. And the Kelly Fletcher Show every fourth Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But the second Tuesday of the month, when we air this show, What a Woman the Lord Radio Show, we have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Churches of Christ who will be making the proclamation of the gospel of Christ. And also on that show, we have the Community Corner segment for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services for our communities. And also have four co-hosts. On this broadcast, Lou Giver, he's the evangelist for the Oakwood Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Isa Mullins, Church of Christ there in Cary, North Carolina. And uh, Dr. Anthurical Lane, she serves with the Great Road Church of Christ there in Cincinnati, Ohio. And Kelly Fletcher, she serves with the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana. Then on Thursday evening, each week from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, the Gospel Light Radio Show. And I have seven co-hosts on this show, Clay Phillips, Dr. Frank Washington, Steve Cole, Robert Lee Johnson, Glenn McMillian, Courtney Carruthers, and Brian Christian Coleman. On that broadcast, we'll be presenting lessons from the Word of God. And each week, I have two co-hosts on the air. And I'm also taking a question from my social media platform or shout out. I'll be pulling to one of my co-hosts on that live show as well. Then on Friday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, Stevie B's Apollo Gospel Music Blast, and this radio show with the 22 2022 recipient for the NACAMA, the National Academy of Christian Academy Music Artists Award for Outstanding Achievement in Record or Radio. On this show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, the sweet sounds of voices. We're also interviewing artists, producers, comedians, etc. And we're debuting new music and featuring old music on this broadcast as well. Every third Friday of the month, I'll be doing my Top 20 Countdown show. And we also have on-demand episodes. There are a variety of musical platforms that you can listen to these shows on wherever you're getting your favorite podcast from, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, YouTube, just to name a few. And we also have my recorded version shows. These shows can only be heard on iHeartRadio. These are Amazon Music. Just search for Stevie B Recorded Version Shows. We want to thank all of our sponsors who are sponsoring these radio shows. If you have any questions, if you want to be a sponsor, just contact the sponsorship manager, Michelle Marco from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Her telephone number is 954 954- 687-4705. The three E's of Stevie B Media Production, it is the objective of this broadcast. We want to educate, want to edify, want to encourage you in the study of God's Word. And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Thinking about what you've done for me in my life I just want to say what you really mean to me You're my everything, my joy and peace You're the reason why I sing Lord, I don't deserve anything you give me So I just gotta say thank you Oh, what's nice with your love and grace So I just gotta tell you this mm-hmm. I will always
so I shall worship you for all of my days. You allowed me to re-engage me the strength so I can win this race. Lord, I'm giving you all the honor and all the glory you shall forever run here. All of these blessings you give me is the reason why I You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. I want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in the study of God's Word. I want to thank my co-host, Clay Phillips. He always does a great job on this broadcast. The brother is a sound gospel preacher, and I'm just so proud to have him on my team here with Stevie B's Media Production. Each week, these brothers are doing such a great job in making their proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, on the Gospel Light Radio Show, the gospel of Jesus Christ is being preached. Amen. It's my prayer that these lessons, the lesson that was given this evening, have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord has been strengthened because you're not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continual blessings upon your lives and that He bless you real, real good. You've been listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show on behalf of my co-host. We really do appreciate your love and support for these programs. I'm your host, Stephen R. Butler. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Heart and love, and wrote my name up. Not just a little talk with you.
You've been listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show, episode 294. There's a land beyond the river that we call the sweet forever. And we only reach that shore by faith's decree. One by one we'll gain the portal, there to dwell with the immortal. When they ring those golden bells for you and me. There's a land, There's a land beyond the river. That we call And we only reach that shore by faith decree. In that park, just beyond the shining river. Oh, when they ring, 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 when